last time we were together, we talked about the call story of two sets of brothers. And now we transition from the call story of Peter, Andrew, John, and James to something different, but no less miraculous. In this passage of Mark chapter 1, verses 21 through 28, Jesus does a little bit of everything. We have Jesus teaching, we have an exorcism, and we have adoring crowds that aren't sure what to make of Jesus. So let's take a look at Mark chapter 1, verses 21 through 28. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went in the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as teachers of the law. Just then a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an impure spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The impure spirit took the man violently, or shook the man violently, and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this, a new teaching? And with authority, he even gives orders to impure spirits, and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. Mark has Jesus move from an undisclosed location on the Sea of Galilee, where he called the four disciples, to Capernaum. Capernaum is on the northern coast of the Sea of Galilee. It was a small coastal town of approximately 1,500 people. It ceased to be a city around the 7th century AD. The economy was driven primarily by agriculture and by fishing. For the most part, people were either farmers, shepherds, or fishermen. There were two temples that were found in Capernaum, one built right on, the, on top of the other, which had been destroyed. The town sat on a major roadway uh, around the Sea of Galilee, and many people would travel through it on their way north to Damascus. It would have had a Roman outpost complete with a tax office, which is significant when we get to chapter 2 in the call story of Levi, who was a tax collector. We stumble uh, across one of um, Mark's favorite words here in verse 21. Uh, in most versions uh, or translations, um, Mark uses the word immediately. On the Sabbath, Jesus doesn't waste any time at all. He walked into the temple and started teaching. Again, Mark doesn't mince words and get straight to the point. Local synagogues weren't run like local churches are today. Priests were typically concerned with worship at the temple in Jerusalem. A local synagogue was run by an elder who invited those deemed competent to share from the Hebrew scriptures. There wasn't one person who would preach every week. It was commonplace to have several different teachers over a period of time in a synagogue. We don't have a clear indication of Jesus being invited to teach, but Mark does have a tendency to gloss over details. Because it was known that it was common practice at the time, it's reasonable for us to conclude that Jesus may have been invited to teach at the synagogue. So Jesus begins to teach, and the people are amazed. He's teaching with great authority. Again, we have the idea presented to us by Mark that Jesus is different. 
He's someone who has authority that no one else seems to have. We saw that in our call stories with the uh, Peter and Andrew, James and John, and we see it in this teaching. Mark is showing us that Jesus is no ordinary teacher. He contrasts Jesus's teaching with the teachers of the law. Think about them as keepers of the law. They were like um, our modern day lawyers. They know the law better than anyone else. When the scribes taught, they taught based on precedent. That means if there was a question concerning a particular commandment or uh, there was a question about a passage in the Hebrew scriptures, they would teach people based on what other teachers had decided before. They studied the oral traditions, they studied the Hebrew scriptures, and they would teach through repetition. Their disciples would then memorize the information and pass it along to others. The emphasis in their teaching would have been on maintaining the traditions of those who came before them. They taught the opinions of those that came before them. And so the work that they would do would be to emphasize holding on to those traditions. Mark indicates that Jesus taught with authority that the teachers of the law did not. Mark doesn't tell us what Jesus was teaching. He didn't tell us what passage from the scriptures he was uh, sharing from. The content wasn't really the point for Mark. He was much more concerned with the reaction of those being taught and much more concerned about making sure that we saw the authority that Jesus had. And then all of a sudden, a possessed man in the synagogue begins shouting. The unclean spirit wants to know what Jesus is up to and comes right out and asks. It wants to know if Jesus wants to destroy them. The spirit also expresses knowledge about the identity of Jesus right there in front of everyone in the synagogue. He identifies him as the Holy One of God. The identity of Jesus is no secret to the unclean spirits. His response is simple. Be silent and come out of him. Again, speaking with as if he was someone with great authority. The man convulses significantly, and then puff, the spirit is gone. And then there's amazement from the crowd. And they started to question what they saw. There's this new teacher with authority in his teaching, and he has the ability to cast out unclean spirits. Even the evil spirits bow to his authority. Mark paints this great picture for us. Jesus teaches with authority, and then he casts out unclean spirits to further demonstrate and confirm his authority. The point of the story is that the authority of Jesus taught, uh, the authority that Jesus taught with is further confirmed in his ability to cast out unclean spirits. Jesus teaches with authority, but he's able to back it up with the miraculous. Jesus is able to demonstrate his authority over those he calls, over those he teaches, and also over the spiritual realm. From this event, Jesus' fame begins to spread, 
and a town like Capernaum with lots of people and travelers, his fame is going to spread quickly. It's this fame that he establishes that's going to set up later conflicts with uh, those in authority. Thanks for joining us as we continue our study through the, the Gospel of Mark. Until next time, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.